Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Two Drink Minimum Commentaries. I am one of your hosts, Gary Hill. Uh, we have a very short cast tonight, but I'm sure it's a very good cast. Uh, from our nation's capital, Mr. Wildman Willis, how you doing, sir? I'm alright. I can't complain. Crazy weather as always. Nice. Rain and stuff, buddy. It's trying to rain, but it's not doing it, so it probably end up raining tomorrow. Gotcha. And with us again, as of the last show. And hope this this isn't his last show, because we enjoy having him on. Mr. Gil Rockatansky, how you doing, sir? I'm very good. Oh my god, it's 20 past 2 in the morning. Yeah, it is. I should be in my bed. (laughs) With a beautiful woman. (laughs) With a beautiful woman? Yeah, (laughs) and a beautiful woman. Two, Two beautiful women? Yeah, one is beautiful, one is beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. Tonight we're going to do a movie uh, to, to go in with this Bill Paxton uh, action again for this month. We're uh, two guys make a girl and Bill Paxton plays a pork chop loving, sandwich loving military freak who smokes cigars that we all love named Chet and John Hughes. Weird science. And uh, we're gonna shoot in. <laughs> we're gonna shoot Bill, pa- Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Is, is, is Paxton. Is I'm trying to combine action and Bill, a- Bill a- Paxton. Bill Paxton. Action Paxton. Action. There you go. You got it. You got it, man. I got it there. Yeah. And we're gonna go into this in three, two, one, and go. Did you say go? <laughs> oh yeah, I should go, man. Damn. There's so many stars in this film, right at the beginning. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so many stars. <laughs> There's just a couple after this bit. Oh yeah. There's a major star and a minor star, I guess, you know. Well, Ooh. Technically the ones that are really doing much anything right now, but... I'd forgotten about that intro. Yeah. With the, oh, we'll, we'll do the 2001 thing, but yeah, we're not paying that money. <laughs> we're, it is, we're not going to use the speak Zarathustra. We're going to let bouncing cleavage, Willis. <laughs> I was in elementary school when I went to see this. Our summer camp thought this was a good idea to take us to see this movie. Well, aside from, a, aside from a couple curse words and these two clueless, sexless boys right here, you know, there's not really a, a whole lot dirty about it. I was maybe 10 or 11. <laughs> Why are they single? They're so handsome. <laughs> yeah, the one's got the, the mop top and the... Uh, which I guess is a good looking eighties do. <laughs> There's a little bit of a mullet there. I think like having a wee like when you've got a tiny mullet that just kinda pops out of the back is called a duck's arse. I've met one of those guys before. Not RDJ obviously, you know, but Robert Russell's pretty cool too. And it's so strange they actually still friends. Yeah, they're still buttons, man. Life. Yep. Yo, check us out. 
Check out our, uh, our tidy whities Why have they not got him to shout that in an Avengers film? Embarrassing <laughs> uh, like shit. Oh, you remember shorts like that, though. Don't say shit, just walk and keep on going. Yeah, Lingo Boingo kind of rolled the 80s, man. I don't know what it was. To me, they did anyway. Me, me, me and Johnny Crew both love Lingo Boingo. <laughs> I like Lingo Boingo, but at the same time, see a lot of this kind of like the specific soundtrack stuff. It should have just been Devo instead. <laughs> well, ironically, they, they, they both went on to make soundtracks, a lot of them, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mark Mullersbaugh did some fucking awesome stuff, like Rugrats is... I watched a couple of episodes of it with the, the Tiny Terror during the week, and it's just such a nice, fun little soundtrack. Until you finally get sucked down the drain, of course, and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> the TV show sucks. Oh, I don't think so. I, never I, watched I, it. I really enjoyed the first season and a half or so. Of course, Joe, Joe Silver would then go on to destroy so many kids' dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what, Gil? Oh, just going, do you want to see this film? Do you really want to see this film? We're going to make that film and then bringing it out and kids going, that's not what I wanted to see. What are you talking about? Like most of the stuff that he's done recently. <laughs> I don't know anything that he's done recently. Well, he, well, he did like classics like Die Hard and Predator and stuff like that, and then didn't he kind of descend into kids stuff? Or just, well, not so much kids, but just less impressive. He, uh, he produced a whole bunch of things, I think, Joel Silver. All kinds of yeah. things. He did, Dude, he did a really good one last year. What was it? Nice Guys. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, that was an un underseen movie, in my opinion. Ew, Bride of Frankenstein in color. Get out of that shit. Yuck. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows. Yeah, awful. <laughs> Book of Eli. You know what? I kind of like, I Book, like of Book of Eli. Yes. <laughs> mm. Veronica Mars. Well, I didn't watch the TV they, show. They, they worked a lot. They Ooh. worked really hard to get that movie made. So I guess uh, that's something. This lists like things that he's got coming out. Ben Ten. That's definitely for the kids. They, they already did two Ben Ten movies already. They do a live oh, action Ben 10? They already did too. They did them for Cartoon Network. Logan's Run. That'll oh, never come out. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes 3. That's unlikely to come out. Oh, sure it won't. He did Dungeons and Dragons as well. Hey, I like that movie. I'm one of the few. <laughs> I'm one of the few that like that movie. I don't know Splice, that... which I've oh, just God. kind of. 
I like Splice. Splice was fucking weird. Oh, let's make a creature and then make it make it want to fuck us. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like it so much because it's crazy off the wall shit. See, I've got it on Blu-ray. And I watched... I've watched it once since I bought it. That's the, that's the plot of Splice, I, though. I can't take it, man. It's just, it's just too strange for me. I see it in theaters. It's a bit too hollow, man. Yes. Although, although well, you know, it's animal instincts. I guess it's not so much rape rather than natural, natural. Uh, you know, I want to have sex with males and females. <laughs> Damn greedy bisexual creatures. Bisexual uh, and a bisexual and asexual. Yeah. V for Vendetta as well. That's a disappointing film. Oh yeah. You think with that opener that, that you guys would all be in love with in the UK, you know, but not really. Well, I, I love the Alan Moore book. It just ruins National Lampoon's European vacation. <laughs> hey, look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament! <laughs> you could do a mashup, Gary. Yes. Oh, yeah, somebody needs to make that. I'm gonna call Darren, I'm gonna get Darren Wilson on the line and have him make me a, a, a GIF file of, hey, look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. He just explodes every time. <laughs> They're probably going to do a remake of this at some point because we've got 3D printers now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the... They're saying that they're going to do all these edits of older films that are family friendly. Well, they've they're, already they've already pushed those on me. I have some yeah. of my Voodoo account already that they say you get the regular version and you get the clean version too. You know. I say, guess, well, have I guess you I'm, watched any? I haven't watched any of the clean versions. I have no desire to. They're just there. That's like, if they didn't say shit, there weird science brought out today would be like a PG. Mm-hmm. They just try and um, cater to the Mormons. Well, the Mormons been doing that shit forever. Clean, I know. Clean flicks. Yeah. That's, that, that's so what they, it's called, their stuff. Yeah, but they shut that joint down, so I guess they said it, think, it's a market. I think they're still doing it, though. No, they not, because um, Jay of the Dead said that they he live out there, and they had oh, cut it out totally. It's fucking copyright infringement. Yeah. You watching the lawnmower man? Yeah. <laughs> Look for a way out, Job. <laughs> God damn it, Pierce. They'll do Brosnan. a remake of this just to to please the president. And instead of it being about a beautiful woman, it'll just be about climate change. That oh, right. weird science. This is how you make wives, right? This is how Trump makes the wives? Uh-huh. Okay. Well they, they could already get, they could get Tom Hanks to do Big League. <laughs> This is how he did. This is how he made Milena right here. Well, they already got a movie coming out. That joint called Geostorm. I seen the commercial for a while. I was at the movies. What Does it look of... terrible? <laughs> it looked like it's gonna be dumb as shit, but it, it looked fun. Dude, you should. That's not good smut. You should have them hustlers in there, kid. I know, right? How would you lock up Playboys? Can you imagine what she would look like if you? were to do this today. Oh. Well, you, would, you would just direct the computer towards be, fucking youporn.com. It, it would just be Jessica <laughs> Alba or something like that. It would be like an alien 
resurrection. Oh, Brandon, killing LeBron. But it's like the the Ellen Ripley that's on the table that's got like all the extra arms and legs and stuff. It's got like seven carriages. Kill me, kill me. Walking mouths and just going fuck me, fuck. She'll have fourteen vaginas. Yes. <laughs> yep. This is just. I forgot they did all this crazy shit in the damn beginning movie. Yeah, I mean, they, why would you dress up the Barbie doll to protect its modesty? So like you're trying to create a sex object. And I'm mad that the doll looks just like Kelly LeBron. <laughs> yeah, she, she appears wearing the exact same outfit, doesn't she? Yep. She looks a little rough now, and that's unfortunate, you know, but... Drugs. <laughs> just... Drugs, probably. No, huh? she's just old as dirt. Uh, well, some people age gracefully, Willis, and some people don't. <laughs> some people lately no, no offense, but you, you can look at a guy like John Bon Jovi and tell you didn't do a bunch of drugs in the 80s. Have you not seen the footage of John Bon Jovi when he was at someone's wedding? Mm, and they persuaded no. him to get up and sing. <laughs> and somebody filmed it on their camera phone. And you can tell that he's really unhappy. Well, but the, not only is he really unhappy, but he's also fair, not he, dyed his hair. He wasn't he wasn't paying for being paid for it to be a deal, just to be fair. Yeah, but he's also like he seems to jump on Jovi and somebody invites you to their wedding. And you're not gonna expect that at some point they're gonna go, here's a song. Oh by, by <laughs> the way, this planes uh I mean uh Shermer, Illinois is not a real town, just like Jay and Silent Bob said. Shermer is technically this planes, Illinois, which is about an hour away from me actually. <laughs> I break for See, women. Nobody's told them that they should just turn it off and back on again. They oh, did it already. They, they, they unplugged, unplugged it. it and it didn't work cut off. God, you know what that equipment cost back in them days, man? I know, yeah, right? So much. Oh, a game of life. You have six. I babies. think I've still got that somewhere. You watching The Haunting? <laughs> <laughs> that door just swells in the haunting. It's a nice effect for the 60s, though. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. I forget which comedian it was talking about the Kool-Aid Man. It's like, kids would get so happy when the Kool-Aid Man came. What would he have? He would have bits of plaster inside of his Kool-Aid tub from breaking down the wall. Who wants that shit? Yeah. Something like that. Right? I forget who it was. Uh, it was, it was um, Greg Giraldo or one of the comedians who were talking that shit. But would that make it taste any different? Oh, unless you like, you know, plastering your Kool-Aid. Plus, you know, insurance Is companies. Colorized version of Frankenstein there. Yeah, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, just just wrong. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Why people just? That's 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 worse than cleaning up the movies to me. Like making the clean versions of it. <laughs> when they used to colorize shit in the eighties. Yep. Goddamn Ted Turner. <laughs> he thought it'd be a good idea, you know. Oh, you want to watch one of black and white movies? I fucking love black and white movies. But you know, you know that's what they, that's what they used to think though. 
Yeah, she's foxy though, man, back in them days. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot they was in their shorts and their oh, shoes yeah. like a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> they look like a bunch of... Clutch. Yeah, they do. Drinking <laughs> a fucking She looks a little box. bit like Anne Hathaway there. Which Anne Hathaway are you talking about? The really old one. <laughs> the, really, the really old one, yes. <laughs> That's why they had to pan down to her breasts. Oh, definitely. But fortunately, the but fortunately, there are films where Anne Hathaway does get naked. You can watch those movies, you know. Mm. That is not one of my main reasons for watching films these days. Well, sometimes... <laughs> She she does have she does have world class real breasts though Anne Hathaway does so that's uh that's something to look forward to. Oh, it'd be great if you could be at a convention one. Day. You know what? You got world class. You got world world class real breasts. Just get her and Sofia Vergara in a room together. It'd be all good. I'll just tell them both at the same time. You got great natural breasts. Have you ever seen the the video of? Sophia Vergara's son on the set of Machete 2. No, I haven't seen this. It's, it's quite fucking funny because her son is not young. He's, I think she's in her 50s, I think. Yeah. He's, he's a full-grown man and he's just doing like a little vlog thing. Okay. Where like, she's floating about in the background. And all the leather gear with the the machine gun tits. I think I've watched all the machine pissing. kills. Oh, Have you not? This is a classic 80s trope. Let's bring him to a black bar and see what happens. I know, right? <laughs> There's another thing that they could remake for the president. Orange is the new black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't oh. worry. They got a Don't beard. Worry. That, I'm sorry. That'll be the documentary about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Soon. <laughs> Let's not speak ill of Mr. Cosby in this podcast, okay? No, we talking about Trump. I know. <laughs> I know, I'm just talking about Mr. Cosby. Oh, they Can you wanna... imagine if Bill Cosby was the president? <laughs> Let's talk about the current situation. <laughs> I grabbed the pussy! <laughs> Keep waiting for them to sit down and say, Can we dance with your dates? Did anybody have a jacket like that? Oh god. Let's nope. see. No, I, I think I only, only owned like two sports jackets in all my life. Never looked never like that though. Why do you guys call them sports jackets? Because it looks like the. That's just what they've always called just looks like the least effective or, or a jacket blazer. for any sort of sports. Or a blazer, they call them as well in the States. I love this guy. Drag it. Drag it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can see where Eddie Murphy stole this shit for coming in America. Okay. <laughs> I saw that in the in the cinema twice. They're supposed to be making another so one. The first time. They got a uh, they got the cast again. They got the uh, same writers and everything. So. Yeah, it was coming out just after Sherlock Holmes three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't forget triplets. I'm looking forward to triplets. Oh yep. Not really. I'm just I'm just saying that you know triplets is going to be a thing, and I think that's officially when the Armageddon's going to happen. When, when Danny DeVito, Arnie, and, and Eddie Murphy get together and say, "Hey, we got a black brother now. What do you think about that?" Nobody ain't gonna go see that oh, shit. Oh God, nobody will know. I didn't even like the first one. No, I like. I think the, I did. I like the first I one, think, man. I think I went to the movies to see the first one. Why? I don't know. Probably because you were a kid at the time and you were taken. <laughs> Let's go to the cinema, and then that's when you're young. You don't really get to pick the films as much do you oh i did i dragged my mom to go see freddy i mean um freddy dead with the quickness that ain't alien 3. i <laughs> uh, see we couldn't really do that over here because we just got like pg 12 15 and 18 so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this guy. He's gonna, he's gonna go help for this fucking scene right here. Speaking the job, man. Man. This is this is worse than Neil Diamond and Blackface and the jazz singer. It just always reminds me of the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah. He does do that black Can I voice. hold day smoke? Yeah. You beats me my nuts. He does do that black voice in the Breakfast Club too. God damn it. Yep. Bitches cannot hold day smoke. <laughs> <laughs> they was waiting for his ass to pass the fuck out. <laughs> this got up quick enough. <laughs> Where you all this fucking money from? Remember That's what I was just wondering. Magic money, I guess. Remember, she put Kapoor shit out of anywhere, which they never really explained. Yeah. But let's face it, if you can, if you can use your computer to make Kelly LeBrock, you're probably just slightly above somebody that can print their own money. When you can print your own women. <laughs> Stop it! God damn. Fucking man child racist. Dude, this guy's like the saddest guy I can mention. Whenever Anthony Michael Hall cancels and he still has to show up. 
Man, oh man. What has he done since this? Not, not much. I just I'm feel so bad it. for him because I see it often, often happen where Anthony the Michael cancels and he still, he still has to show up. Oh, that's that's pretty harsh. See, when your fucking wiki page under years active, there's a twenty year gap. Like 1983 to 91. Oh, there's the man right there. Then 2011. <laughs> I sure show a lot of man's junk in this movie. Crotch shot there, crotch shot at the beginning. <laughs> Damn. That is a definite flat top. Yes, indeed. Oh, it's, yeah. ba it's a balding flat top. I never, so had this? A, I never dove into a crew cut that far, where, where, you know, until I, you know, I am balding now, obviously, but I never kept it for that long. I, I just fucking realized something. He's basically almost playing the same character that he is in Aliens. <laughs> yeah. He's drunk as a damn skunk. <laughs> His hair goes at an angle. It does. It's like he's got the worst, <laughs> like worst cowlick ever. Yeah. It's only flat when he's leaning back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, if you're black, they call that a fade. Right. Oh, he was in an episode of The Equalizer. Well, that's one Jump into the center of the earth, 1989. Mm. Don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> A nominal film. sequel to the film Alien from Ellie, oh, both of which are very loosely based on Jump into the Center of the Earth by Jules Verne. Very loose, right? Yep. Yeah. A group of young people get lost in an underground cavern while exploring a volcano. Eventually, they find their way to the lost city of Atlantis at the center of the Earth. But do they find a mini, of... do they find a mini Sasquatch named Shaka? <laughs> but of course, Atlantis has always been associated with being at the center of the Earth. <laughs> God, stop talking like that. <laughs> you told me that was a good idea. He got a drunk talk. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just just go with it, John Hughes says, and, you know. He said, okay. John Hughes has a thing for cigars, though, didn't he? Like, whenever anybody's, like, being a bit of a wise-ass or anything like that, they have a cigar. Yeah. Like, in, in the bar, he has a cigar, and Chet's got a cigar. Uncle Buck floating about with cigars. That's only because he he went down. He he was smoking cigarettes, so they moved on to cigars. You know that that five year plan. <laughs> He's on the cigars though. I love me some Uncle Buck, man. There's there's some lines in Uncle Buck that I didn't realize were so funny when I was a kid, but they're so fucking hilarious now. <laughs> and Felix, that's what we called your. Meow. 
Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it cuts to the scene outside the house. My always will be my favorite John Candy movie will always be The Great Outdoors. Yeah, that's still funny, yeah. Great Outdoors features a, a track by one of my favorite bands of all time. And I think that it was only licensed because of the title. Because it has absolutely nothing to do with The Great Outdoors, but it's Beaver Patrol. And it plays when they're in the bar. Wow. And it's actually it's actually a song about picking up women. It's a, actually a cover of a song from the 60s by a band called The Wild Knights. <laughs> but I think it was like W-Y-L-D, like Wild Stallions. And Knights, like K-N-I. <laughs> well, you know, the 80s, they had, they, had, they had changed, spelled things differently and, you know. No, but that was the original one from the 60s. The oh, okay. wild, wild Nights. My favourite way of getting kicks I go downtown and hustle chicks. Beaver <laughs> <Wow>. Patrol. <laughs> Why wasn't that a movie? Beaver Patrol? It would have been perfect for, for like a buddy, a buddy uh, sex comedy, you know. <laughs> Beaver Patrol. The, the guy that... One of the guys that is singing Beaver Patrol in the Great Outdoors is... Clint Mansell, who is now a quite famous film composer in his own right, and did like fucking Requiem for a Dream and The Fountain, Sahara, The Wrestler. Why? So Tons worked, of awesome films. He worked for, uh, I want to say, Darren Joe, Aronofsky. Yeah, you know, I was going to say Joe Dorowski. I knew that'd be wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did get his break into. Soundtrack work through Darren Aronofsky. Oh, okay. Initially, so he, I think he has done most of them. I don't know if he did Noah. But I really wasn't that impressed with Noah. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they needed Joan of Arc on that, that project, you know. No. You don't know his wife? Yep. That was terrible. That was a nutty pun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like the rock monsters that just ruined it all. <laughs> I don't mind watching a film about a character from the Bible. It's all fiction, but then when you go, well, we'll have characters from the Bible, and then we'll have them fighting rock monsters. Oh yeah. Oh for fuck, this That's is he man. You need to make sure your your biblical things with Clash of the Titans, and you're all set, right? Oh, that's how Jesus works, right? Depends on the Clash of the Titans, you mean. <laughs> Noah, release the Kraken. Okay. <laughs> Kraken, part the sea. Let my Medusa go. He doesn't have a sex life to be seriously affected. <laughs> I know, right? He probably jerks <laughs> off a lot, you know what I mean? Maybe that's what she means. He fell asleep in his hand. You know, if you lose your concentration, that's very dangerous stuff. Such a dick move. <laughs> so fluid, though. Now make yourself one. Now make yourself one. 
Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's a scolding laugh. It, it is. What the hell? That's a full breakfast there, Jack. Too late. <laughs> he just broke the fourth wall when he did that. <laughs> I yeah. noticed that shit. He do got on her, her underwear and her shirt. Yep. Her shirt that materialized because like, that little tiny one for the Barbie doll, did they make that themselves? Because it didn't look like oh, it was store-bought. dude, I forgot about that. The cat <laughs> ass there, I forgot all about that. Hank Hill ass, Hank Hill ass. <laughs> yeah, he's got a narrow urethra. <laughs> Damn the eighties. I forgot about these fucking ugly ass eighties clothes. Mm -hmm. I really don't think so. Yep. Although I, I still rock the sweater best because that's about all the formal I could do. <laughs> I have got a body warmer somewhere. I think I've worn it once. It's the sort of thing it see if you put a toddler in a body warmer. Or any of the things that they're wearing, then it looks cute. You put an adult in it these days, it just looks like they can't dress themselves. That's quite cheap. See, she is so wrong, because that little thin bit that goes up the back, you just constantly think that is closer to the anus than any material is ever meant to be. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the top of that icy, man. It's barbaric. I did that thing for years. Thanks, Polly Shore. <laughs> that wiggling of the fingers thing. Yeah. He's currently residing in the where are they now, Files. Well, he's he's making his money. I'm not mad at Polly Shore. I know. His, just... his mom owns the comedy store in L.A. and now he owns it in, in a way, and he's he's making his money there. Yeah, but any opportunity for a Spinal Tap reference, got to take it. Yeah. Look at them short pants. Get some grown-up clothes there, RDJ. Come on now. I'm currently wearing a pair of shorts. You shut your damn mouth. I'm wearing a pair of short <laughs> pants as well. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not in weird science, you know. He was ahead of his time. Yes, he was. <laughs> this girl's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's already dressed as a fucking air hostess. Killer clowns from outer space. Return to the Living Dead Part 2. She's in tons of stuff. More than those two things, I promise, you know. But, uh... I like the, the one sock pulled up and the other one isn't. 
Maybe he had an itch. He had an itch a couple seconds ago, and he had to fix that. Does, <laughs> does Robert Downey Jr. have on mascara? More than likely. Probably. It is 85 after all. Some they do have a lot of badges as well, don't they? Look, this is it's a definite badge fest going on there. Those are those are. Pieces I don't remember of, all the badges. Pieces of flair, man. I don't remember <laughs> that shit. There's no fucking TGI Friday stuff. That's one of the rules if you work for TGI Fridays. They have a minimum amount of flair that you have to wear. I love that big brother. There's a big brother is watching you, and they are all watching you as well. Even the chicks, look at her. <laughs> I didn't just realize they smacked the shit out of all of them. Smack that girl in the face, no problem. <laughs> And she ended up wearing Steven Seagal, and Steven Seagal ended up whipping her ass. So was this tape, was this film before or after Nightmare on Elm Street? Or uh, during the same time? Maybe around the, the same after. time. Her, well, this came out a year after, so... Oh, you're talking about part two? This is the same uh -huh. year. This is the same year, I think. Part two was pretty quickly turned around, though, wasn't it? So it was probably made first. I'll have a look. Because remember, Robert Downey Jr. was actually supposed to play Johnny Depp's role. Yeah. I just need, I just need to see this movie where Robert Russell's got a bunch of food in his mouth, and it'll be okay, you know. Try to talk at the same time. So why can't you come out? I got grounded. Why? Push him with down the stairs. God damn! I know too much about about Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Elm Street Two was November '85. But remember, it took them long, after they filmed movies, it took them a long time to bring the movies out. Yeah. Back then. And this was August 85. But when you think about the amount of time that they probably had to spend on all the effects for this. Because they didn't really have computer effects back then. <laughs> Even they, just making all the computer stuff. Plus they had the problem of going through two Freddies in that, that second film, so... Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck that bum, we don't want to pay him. Wait, wait a second here. And then the assless chaps. Yes. <laughs> I'd let her give it to me. Man, look at all that um, Aquanet that she probably got in her damn hair. Oh, tons. Yep. <laughs> Gotta tease the fuck out she of that. Should... Maybe that's why she dimmed the lights so she can't get too close to anything flammable or anything that will spark. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got some pretty sweet beer signs, man. That Michelob one is shit. Uh-huh. Got that OG pinball machine. This, that's quite a rumpus room right there. Yeah. And fuck you and your motorcycle, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking sick of that shit already. There's a guy near me that does the exact same shit. And the louder the bike, the smaller the penis. Yeah, this is what I hear anyway, you know. Yep. I got mistaken for a biker a couple of days ago. Unless you see somebody driving one of those crotch rockets and they have no penis whatsoever. Because it's rubbed <laughs> off from all the vibrations. So we, were, we were out shopping. Uh, we, were at, we were at Costco. Of all the awesome places oh, in the world. Oh yeah, that kid's lo your kid loves Costco. I remember that video, she man. She fucking, she does fucking love Costco. We're going to Costco. Costco! She takes her arms up in the air and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just because some of the women that, that give out the the little samples. Oh yeah. They kind of recognise her and they're always like, Oh, hello, and give her extra. It's like, she was getting salmon. Like sam bits of salmon fillet the other day. <sighs> She's eating the right stuff, man. What what a lifestyle. <laughs> it's like the other morning I was thinking, Oh, this is just like when I was a kid. She's eating a brioche whilst watching a live stream of the panda enclosure at a fucking Chinese zoo. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, there was a there was a guy in there that when I used to go into the city centre and drink in town years ago drank in one of the bars and he is a, what, a proper biker even has he's one of these guys that has his own mug in the bar because he doesn't drink beer he goes in and he orders coffee so he has his own great big massive mug and he, he came over to talk to us and introduce himself to Emily and everything. And I thought, oh, that's, that's so weird. I didn't think George would remember me. And then he introduced me to one of the other guys that worked there and said, I his brother died last year. <laughs> I was thinking, what the fuck? I've never had a brother. Who do you think I am, George? <laughs> but I didn't want to say that. I had to go back a couple seconds here, but we know when Gary uh, was talking about how he never tosses off, the way he is tossing <laughs> off and the motions would really hurt your penis. I know, right? <laughs> Mom just thought he was combing his hair. Dad's been, a been in a bunch of stuff, I just can't recall what that is. He's one of those guys that you recognize from things that's always just like, hey, I'm a minor character writer. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of those. Like Stephen Tobolowski and shit. <laughs> yep, try that in the bank. I know, right? <laughs> It was pranksters like her that ruined toy guns for all of us when they ended up having to have like the red bit at the end. 
Oh yeah. I remember when I was a kid, toy guns just looked like guns. Oh yeah, she made it the day he forgot all about what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah, Who cares? Cap, cap, cap guns you can actually burn yourself with. Those are lovely. Who's Gary? It's a nice advert for a hypnol, though. Yes. What's <laughs> <laughs> used tonight? I just, uh, had a lovely time with Kelly, Kelly LeBrock, and some hypnol. Sure, you do. Your friend, your friends with the Vernon Wells and Michael Berryman, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two friends right there. He needs to stop being so down on himself. Hello, white children. Damn, that house ain't big enough to have everybody in that joint. T to be fair, they do invite their juke, their juke bar friends as well, so. Because I want to live my favorite lines of the whole movie pretty soon. Damn, that's a nice spread. Hell yeah. Magic spread. That joint gone in a heartbeat. Dude, yeah. Yeah, everybody turns up to get drunk and have a pillow fight. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, fuck you, the 80s. Where's the bar? Bye. You told me that shirt was a good idea. Come on, man. <laughs> They don't look. They look just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> she got a granddad's war medal on. Caviar. Fucking bastards. Go away with them fucking motorcycles. Yeah, we're going to hear enough of them in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Goes with it, man. Maybe it'll go past at the right time. Oh yeah, that will work out. <laughs> Be like a meatloaf song. Yeah. We need 60 more didgeridoos. The damn goat's got more time on the track than I got. I was in Poundland. Last Christmas, and I, f I found that they had like seven or eight copies of Walk Hard, so I just bought them all oh God. and just gave them to people that I thought would appreciate. There you go. Here we go. Just give me the bottle. I'm gonna stick it straight up your ass. I love that guy. He's the big guy I used to work with. <laughs> His name was Bernard, and he was a real, he was a real uh, jovial, angry motherfucker. <laughs> Weird thing is, though, it's an open bar. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just give him the ball? Because <laughs> he don't like them fidgety-ass white boys, that's why. Yeah, but if they're going to have to keep going back and asking him for drinks, he's going to see a lot more of them than if he just gives them the bottle and they fuck off. Well, you need to learn how to, how to speak jive like, like their friend Gary did, and, you know, maybe they'll become friends. Only the old lady in the airplane. Oh, definitely. Barbara Billingsley? Hell yeah. Yeah. Really 
That's a very 80s thing. What's that? When the party moves into the toilet. Oh, yeah. That's the toilet and the kitchen. That's how that was it. That's how Bukaki mouth parties happen. <laughs> Him with him tossing off the way he does. I like the, the Hitlerized portraits in the background there. Yes. <laughs> they, I don't understand how come they ain't shaking their head about both of them being in the bathroom together. It's not that weird. Well, why it is taking the shit? Why it is taking the shit after all? Because <laughs> somebody complained about that one time at a party that I was at, at a mate's and me and one of my mates were we were both in the toilet because we were having a conversation and going for a piss at the same time. But like one of us was pissing in the toilet and the other one was pissing in the sink. <laughs> And something completely like that's weird. To be fair, it's not that fucking weird. To be fair, I do my best thinking in the John, so you know. There's so many people, you know. Yep. So many parties, you know, you, you lose track. And, uh... Um, Welcome to our room. Would you like a shower? <laughs> if you look under the sink, you'll find there are some tampons. I wouldn't be hiding in the bathroom. I'd be running about hiding anything. Oh yeah. Putting all the fancy trinkets away and shit. And I'd I've started with the fucking cushions. On, Lisa, not? <laughs> You're not five. Give me those fucking cushions. <laughs> Deleting your internet histories. You don't have a history with your cushions? Sure. They have stains on them, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> cushions are That's, that a right up there with a spanket. Isn't that a Willie Nelson song? Stains I, I, I remember and Stains I Care to Forget or something like that? I forget, you know. I don't know. I've never been a huge Willie Nelson fan. Although I did once play his guitar. Or the Black Keys song, Stains on the Ceiling. Or, uh, no, that's, that's not the right song. Or, uh, what these guys? Pocket Pool. <laughs> that's classy. <laughs> yeah, this this is fine. Go in the fucking shower. A house that size would definitely have more than one toilet, though. Yes, definitely. Where's the ensuite? 
<laughs> then you get them to go to the toilet and they're in your bedroom at the same time. <laughs> Hit that master bath sesh, man. I don't think I'd fancy having an ensuite. You never want to shit that close to where you sleep. Oh, yeah. I forget what they call that in the house where they have like the bathroom between two bedrooms. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what they say, man. Ugly girls do more stuff, man. They're more eager. <laughs> yeah, but who says that? He could have did butt stuff with that one girl. The people that say that are the people that have no experience of anybody else. <laughs> well, you know, it's all the same when you turn out the lights there, uh, there, Gil, you know. Yeah. It's turning them back on is what you gotta worry about. Well, it's like Carlin said, you know, I don't need to turn, I just want to turn them back on. If I'm with a woman, at no point is she ever turned off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible, horrible lie. It's a, per, it's a personal hero of mine, George Carlin. He said, you know, he doesn't need a 10, he just wants five twos. <laughs> oh, this guy. Or Jim Jeffries, if you listen to his one. He does talk about a one. Oh, okay, oh, God. They just tearing up shit for no reason. There's one black guy dancing around with us. They're one black friend. But they're all meant to be like the kind of the popular kids, and they're listening to Killing Joke, which was one of the bands that were for the unpopular kids. Nah. To be fair, there's there's suburbanite white kids there. And they did get to sue Nirvana because they pointed out that Come As You Are was just that riff. Well, yeah, there you go. It is a bit more Revenge of the Nerds than I've remembered. Well, they're they're, they're attempting to pawn up their girlfriends so they can make themselves a a sexy a sex being. So yeah, so you it's not be, quite as you not have, as severe as Revenge of the Nerds. because they, really they, really, they don't execute it very well. They they were to execute it, then you know, hey, you take our girls. Yeah, but remember in Revenge of the Nerds, Lewis does just. Dress up as Betty's boyfriend, have oh, yeah. sex with him, and then reveal. I, I remember her boyfriend, and then she marries him. <laughs> and then she recalls about it like very tenderly. Like I forget which one yeah. it was. I think it's like the fourth one. Like, remember when we had sex at the thing, and it was so wonderful, and I didn't know it was yeah. you. That's not yeah. right at all. Yeah, I think they put that in just to to try and to go like, yeah, look. Betty liked that sexual assault back in the 80s. That's a t-shirt slogan that you won't see anytime soon. Oh no. Maybe in a red meat comic. It's like, hey, I'm dressed up like fake Darth Vader. Wanna do it? 
<laughs> I forgot all about this the lightning and shit in the sky. To be trying to do this. To be fair, if you look at the way Lewis is dressed, Lewis, Lewis is dressed in that scene, he looks like Kylo Ren. <laughs> What? <laughs> 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 These are fun reverse effects. Oh god. <laughs> Lionel Richie video. <laughs> Dancing on the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange uh, reference to Diamond Elm Street. They actually use that same rotating room as the dancing on the ceiling video and then Tina's death scene. Yep. <laughs> this bitch is just playing the fucking piano. Oh, she goes over hilariously right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we were re-watching Twin Peaks. Like the original series. I'd completely forgotten that at one point Alicia Witt just appears as Donna's little sister. Is she talking about getting fucked under the Christmas tree in that, in that show too, or no? No. <laughs> I think she's about 13 or something. No, that, that's Cecil B. Demented, I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is a film you love. I do love that movie. This kid's kid's a, a John Waters joint. I gotta love that movie. Fuck the Fellini Festival. Exactly, right? <laughs> That's in the trailer for Two Drink Minimum, isn't it? Well, that that one's from uh, um, Class of Duke High. Oh, when's the new one coming out? It's they done, I know. It I, I know it's before. done. And I know, yeah, they, I, know, I know they had it at, at, at uh, Cannes, but he's not going to go do that anymore, I guess. And Yeah, it was made at the same time as the last one. They just shot a really long film and then decided that they would cut it into two films. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, taken them four years to bring out the second part. And that first part. part's not very good. It's not. I think that's maybe what's kind of stalled it, is that it was thoroughly disappointing. I just, I, I wanted to like it real bad, too. Yep. But it's like, when you're sitting in 2013 watching a bunch of, like, fart jokes. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. They, 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 they turn the creams into a bunch of fucking, like, gothy glee kids. Yeah. Kind of stupid. But it just, it just doesn't have the same charm oh, as doesn't. the old ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> reminds me of my old Army Navy store. I had, we had an Army Navy surplus store and they had a a missile going through the through the through the middle of it and that was pretty cool when I was like six years old. I used to really like going to the Army and Navy store. Oh me too, man. I was in the Cub Scouts, like that that's where they sold a lot of stuff. Yeah, like twisties for your fucking combats. You know, like the just the the little loop things that you put around your legs so that you could tuck the trousers under. You don't have oh, to yeah. put them into the boots. 
Yeah. Sold those, sold those disgusting MREs. We know what that is. The meals, no. the meals ready to eat. That are like, oh. yeah, buddy. Everybody tried them once. <laughs> Although I, I have to admit, like the tortellini doesn't taste disgusting. It's 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 actually very decent. The one that I tried wasn't. You're just eating fucking cold food, though. Don't recommend the meatloaf, though. That shit's fucking nasty. It tastes like fucking dog food or something. He doesn't stand for baloney. My baloney has a first name, too, you know. I never, mother. <laughs> That's the kind of guy who calls that lady mother. Yeah. You want to go to the picture show, mother? That always keeps me out. <laughs> yes. It happens all too often, though, Gil. Yeah. Guy I worked with called. Uh, guy I worked with called his wife there for years. Although I can see why maybe some people start doing it and then it sticks, because every once in a while, Emily will just shout to me like, "Gil," right? like, "No, I'm dad or daddy." <laughs> <laughs> well, usually like uh, when they call them mother, especially the one the guy I'm talking about, because they got like six kids, so every once yeah. in a while it just stuck. Not like calling him, not like he's calling her his his mother, just calling her mother in general. The creepiest one was, I think it was, it's my, my dad's cousin, who, his kids are, were both like well fully grown, and he and his wife still referred to each other as father and mother. I was thinking, your names are Norman and Pam. <laughs> Just call yourselves Norman and Pam. Here comes the bikers now, yeah. Damn it, motorcycle D, you didn't work out to coincide with the sound effects. I know, right? Yeah. Or maybe he did, and we can't hear him over the no, motorcycle. You, you would have heard him. There's Berryman. That's one of the coolest dudes you ever made at a convention, Michael Berryman. He's a. He's meant to be an English teacher in this, isn't he? <clears throat> well, he's actually very intelligent. Like, he's, like, he's, he's kind of like got like that Ron Jeremy thing going on where he seems like a, a really funky dude. He's got like six degrees and whatever. Yeah. Just don't bring up that chicken fucker scene in, in Devil's Rejects. He hates that. He hated that that, that was in that movie. I didn't even remember that he was in Devil's Rejects because I managed to successfully wipe most of that well, film from my brain. That's the only good Rob Zombie film there is. Why would you wipe that from your memory? It's... I don't like it because it's a sequel to a film that I already didn't like. Oh yeah, well there you go. <laughs> uh, there's, there's about... So I, there's about I enjoyed the first two thirds there's, there's one third of... Yeah, that's it. And then I turn it off after And then that. it's like, oh, there's a fucking Nazi in a bunker ditch thing. Doctor uh, fucking Satan, you're like, no. I know the exact it. point. It's after they shoot the cops. That's when I turn it off. Yep. 
I, I no longer need to watch this movie. I know William Forsythe's motive in the, for the second movie now. And I don't even need to watch the end of it because it's fucking stupid. But I just think that the characters are written so differently. And even portrayed so differently in the second film that they might as well not be linked to each other. I still had a pretty big border for Leslie Easterbrook, let me tell you. Who have you not got a big boner for? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that girl right there. Is that Wes? From that is yeah, Wes. Is. Yeah, that's Vernon Wells. Yep. Yeah. Oh, but he hasn't brought Chesney Hawks this time. No, he has not. <laughs> and he doesn't have a cool chain meal like he did at the end of Commando. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you the balls, John! <laughs> Blow off some steam. <laughs> I love him. Burning Wells. Did you know that Alyssa Milano's in Commando? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I only know her from Embrace of the Vampire where she's naked. So, yeah, it was just a really terrible callback to the night that I was already... We, I think we'd been out that night and got home and you immediately went, We're doing Commando! Barryman. Yeah, we, we did we did the Barbarians on this show so long ago when he's in that movie. With a, with, mm. a, with an erect horn on his head. <laughs> and Richard Lynch. Well, you wouldn't want a limp horn. <laughs> Richard Lynch dressed like a circa uh, WCW Chris Jericho. No, thanks. <laughs> he's got the he's got the the, the, the the pony up up top, you know, and stuff, you know. Oh, the top ponies oh, were yeah. uh, they're a nightmare to get right. You made that shit look good, though, man. It's like if it was just off by a tiny bit, it was always so obvious. That was like the sort of haircut that could only be sustained properly by an ugly kid Joe fan. Oh. Which one did? Oh yeah, Warren did Uncle Tom's Cabin. That, that, that's a that's a bad song, bro. <laughs> I would get that shit mixed up. But uh, I think uh, Ugly Kid Joe did the Cats in the Cradle The uh, Cats cover. in the Cradle, yep. Terrible. That was after, <laughs> after everything about... I hate everything about you. Which I think we talked about last week because I ended up accidentally watching it oh, on YouTube. That's only because you like blow-up dolls blowing in the wind. <laughs> like, what do you do? Let's turn a blow-up doll into a kite. <laughs> It's time to be badass in front of the girls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who who burnt up uh, Metal Faces. Uh, bootleg Kano, bootleg guy from Demons. Uh, it was bootleg Max Rokotansky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it made a ding ding noise. <laughs> Stuff like that makes me giggle. See, this one they used to this... Sorry. used to do make movies out of any damn thing. That's when the movies was fun. Yeah. I think this whole party bit is probably the best bit of this film. Oh, yeah. It's got Michael Berryman and I. 
Vernon Wells. It was like Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. The Weekend at Bernie's is a kind of slow introduction to some quite funny bits that you then have to sit through like the whole aftermath of. <laughs> and Weekend at Bernie's too. Better off just Stopping. not being thought about at all. Whereas, whereas Caddyshack 2, also starring Johnny, Jonathan Silverman, I can get behind. Mm. Not as good as the first one, but still very funny. It managed to get a whole one returning cast member. Well, that's okay. They made, they made it work. They had no choice. <laughs> that's okay. I, I still enjoy Caddyshack 2. It was quite a few years between those, though, wasn't it? I've, I've, used, I've used that word funs noon ever since. And, uh, if you don't know what that is, gay people, it's somebody who farts in the bathtub and bites the bubbles. That that that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> Ooh, he just used that faggot word like nobody's business. That, that, that's Can't bad. say that no more yeah. at the movies. Oh, it depends what movie you're watching. <laughs> I watched Ter uh, I, just, it I watched T2, Train Spotting 2. Oh, on. I still have to watch some more of that. I only, wa only watched until Begby broke out of the hospital. It's probably really not worth watching all of, to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of it. I gotta finish it now, so. Yeah. But, I mean, even up to that scene where Begby breaks out of the hospital, you've probably heard cunt more than. You'll hear swearing in most R-rated films oh, these days, and that's even even just that one interview scene with Beg being a saucer. It was nice to see Spud and Wonder Woman. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he showed up. I was like, "Oh, Spud's in this movie. That's kind of amazing." I do want to go and see it. I haven't had a chance yet. Very, I was going to go and see it on Tuesday night. Except for the except for the Diana shopping montage, it's pretty enjoyable. Because that was just dumb. I was meant to go and see it on Tuesday night, but then I ended up having to do more soundtrack stuff. So. Eh, works never I'm just it. waiting on Wednesday. What's Wednesday? Transformers. Transformers. Oh, I shouldn't even ask. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll ask Suzanne, does she want to go see Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. If you ask her to do it on Skype and just record the half-hour response. That's why that joke is so funny, because she won't go. See? It would just be a massive rant about why she won't go and why you shouldn't have even asked her. Because she has taste. No, she likes Suspiria. I'll say, hey, we'll do it. We'll do it for Willis. That's what we'll say. Because <laughs> that's the only reason why I would see Transformers the last night in theaters and not spend four bucks on the code when it comes out on Blu-ray. How did they get Anthony Hopkins to be in Transformers? Oh, I'd imagine paycheck. You know, the same way they got uh. Malcolm McDowell being a Lunchables commercial. <laughs> oh, you gotta look for that one. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen that, you just look look for that and uh, 
see Anthony Hopkins dressed up like a fucking 12-year-old with a backpack and a backwards hat and saying, hey, Mom, what's for lunch? You know, shit like that, you know? Lunchables are not what they used to be. That's how Caligula started, right? <laughs> With a Lunchable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old watching this because I remember when this shit first came out. God damn it. Because I know when I, when I think of, of sex, I think about fake cheese and processed lunch meat, you know, sort of and snack crackers. <laughs> I remember it just being constantly, like, prominently advertised in video stores for far too fucking long. What, Lunchables? No, this film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if video stores sold Lunchables, that would have been awesome. <laughs> well, Lunchables beat my need for, for you know, structure and... My love for cheese and crackers. So it, 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 helps, it helps both things. Each of them has their own little subsection, each little piece of it, and you know. Yep. So they were made for the people who were obsessed with their food touching. It tastes of slight disappointment. Oh, yeah. That watery lunch meat? Mmm. That's good eating yep. right there, man. But what's your ideal stack? Is it just like cracker? Watery meat, cheese, cracker, or cracker, watery meat, cracker, cheese, cracker. It's just cracker, that sort of style. Cracker, cheese, and uh, and meat. I think my favorite is the ham and Swiss. Look, look, look at her. Look, look at the girl's eyes right there. That's a girl who loves processed lunch meat. It right there. <laughs> I don't relate a note to the weird science. Yeah. And that's a man who's trying to hold in. His desire to do slightly racist accents. It's like, hey baby, you want to see my Capicola? No. He's he's yeah. just look at him. He's about to explode in a minute. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. that that accent is just going to come bursting back out. Say it, baby. Thank you, baby. <laughs> you know my bottom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I keep on forgetting that they had paired them up. The dark hair girl with the dark hair girl and the blonde with the blonde. <laughs> yeah, they kind of had to do that. That's there. that's what it's supposed to go apart. With. Oh, here comes Chet. Chet went mud, and you can tell. I read it on the Republican website. Oh, Republicans love mudding. If you know, if you know what that is, what other gill is. When some asshole like Chet buys a big ass truck of big ass tires, and decides he wants to go ride through the mud in a field somewhere. Right. I'll go on a baseball field. You can usually spot. You should usually spot the asshole because he has no doors on his truck, and it's about I don't know. The tires are probably about forty inches big or something, and they have giant shocks and struts and. And they look just like this guy right here. How you doing, Chet? Now, when I, when I heard that when I heard that hillbilly hand fishing was a thing, I, I I couldn't believe my ears. But then you know I seen it happen. And I was like, really? You put this goo on your hands and 
the catfish just come up and suck on your hand. Yeah, but that's because they, they don't need to worry because catfish don't really have teeth. Oh, yeah, they have So just, they, they just wait until they've gone on to the hand to get... Because you can just, you can fish for catfish just using, like, fucking mold, if you want. Well, you, you would hope that, you know, these, these idiot handfishes would get fucking eaten by piranha, but it never happens. No. What you want to watch is, uh... A, a TV show from over here that's just called River Monsters. Oh, they have that here. It's like, <laughs> is it the same it's, guy, it's though? Probably the same show, yes. I think it's on Discovery it's Channel or Animal Planet, one of them. Yeah. Well, then this guy that just goes about. Uh, tonight, it was on. And the. That is an expensive gun, though, so. Usually it's really mysterious where you go, like, what sort of fish is he going to find? And he said, oh, they, they call it, like, the Red Devil. I was like, oh, is it going to be like a massive squid? Just a great big squid. Oh, yeah. He said and it he, was. Gary mentioned he had a sister. I mean, why, why I mentioned he had a sister. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck's better than <laughs> supposed to be than I he mentioned he had a sister? I think her name is Chloe, which is a sore subject for me, because every Chloe I've ever has been a real bitch. One of them pushed down a flight of stairs one time, well it tripped me, you know, but still, it still hurt. It is a very perfectly 80s bedroom though, oh, yeah. like the collection of horses that she's got. All she needs is a pillow pad in there, she'd be all set. I bet she's got a fucking Piero doll in there somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> She got two swatches on. She's all set. My name is Chet. Hope they're synchronized. Hi, Grampy. Hi, Grampy. Wait a minute here. See, just when he was trying to be a pawn. <laughs> like perfectly preserved. The <laughs> man is grandma's face. <laughs> It'd be nice if it, like, the top row of her teeth had fallen down. Yeah. <laughs> I know some old people that would love to be catatonic in a closet. Still, never find out where they got all the money from. 
Maybe they plugged it into Monopoly board. Actually, no, it was on top of the Game of Life. Well, if she and can it, make, if she can make it had money. Yes. That's a, that's a good point, actually. So, somewhere in the garden, there's a giant spinning wheel with numbers on it. Oh, yeah. That's the original The Sims, actually, if you think about it. Yep. Except without no, no garbling talk people in it. I am really curious now whether or not I still have my copy. I think I do. Do you have all the expansions? No, not The Sims, like Game of Life. Oh, okay. But the board game. I'm pretty sure that I do still have my original copy of that. You know, had to go around and you, you were like a little car and then you oh, got yeah. married so you got to add in like a little pin and then you have kids and you get to add another pin and you're basically just trying to get to the end where you die <laughs> to be the winner. Yeah. It's like shit monopoly. You see you get shot by the mafia in that movie and they get in the... There's a lot of weird Sims scenarios. Oh, by the way, you're part of organized crime now. You got shot by the Gambino family or some shit like that. Now. <laughs> and that's how you die. Yeah, but they must have got to the point where they realized that people just did want to be really cruel to their Sims. Oh yeah, making them piss themselves and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can build them a really nice house, then get them to walk into one room and then remove the door. <laughs> just, just have a seven that's wandering about. It's like that's right, fake person. I am your god now. Yeah, it's like when you spend like fourteen hours in Sim City, building up somewhere that's awesome and impressive, and then at one point you just go, "Fuck it, I'm removing all of the roads to the docks," <laughs> and I'm sending in Godzilla. Yes, who is the scary you speak of? <laughs> That's a joke that works, see? I think you can do them wrong, you got all these clothes in that car. <laughs> she, she gonna love you then? That's <laughs> right, 80s style, go for the buns. You know you yeah. want to. It worked! <laughs> She actually, has, she actually has some nice buns for a white girl, I gotta say. Maybe her head's on backwards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell with that cardigan. Or, what would that be called? Doll. <laughs> he barely knows her. They didn't speak to them. He's just like Lloyd Dobler, man. Look at him. Yep. You gotta burn her house down? I'm infatuated with you and this will turn out terribly. We should do a sequel where we get to find out where they all are now. I'm guessing nowhere. There'd be the horrible five minutes where they have to talk about what happened to Chet. <laughs> why it's Wyatt's sitting at convention all by himself. <laughs> Poor Wyatt. <laughs> Poor Elian, her name is Mike, Michael Smith. I would keep and saying then, if, it, if it didn't happen a lot. That's all I'm saying, you know, that he, he cancels all the time. He just dumps his friend at the convention. Uh, uh, uh. 
But does he maybe cancel them because like the night before he's always filled with dread that people are going to come up going, I thought you were Dexter. No, that guy doesn't show up in shows at all, so I, w- I wouldn't mistake him for that. My Anthony Michael Hall. No, I just mean for the name, so I mean, Anthony Michael Hall, Michael C. Hall. <laughs> oh, I got There's you. a lot of fucking idiots in the world. Yes, there is. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I underestimate that all the time. <laughs> sign my Dexter box set. I was in weird science. Still sign it. It's like, you know, when it comes to think about it, you were a real asshole at Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> no, but you've done plenty to your brother. No, it was really strange though. He seen him for a long time. All of a sudden, he showed him Edward, Edward Scissorhands, and he was like this big old fucking creepy asshole. Not, not any more creepier than the you know super uber racist uh, guy in this movie. Yeah. Damn, yeah, baby. But maybe it'll appear in something. Kind of sounds like doo doo. This is Will's voice. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Can't you podcast? Maybe it'll have a big comeback at some point. It was kind of bizarre when you saw, like, fucking Matthew Lillard in Twin Peaks recently. They're all, they're all doing conventions now. All those screen yeah. people. I met Matthew. I wasn't too impressed with those two people, so I was. I didn't. I didn't go there. I have a nice. Uh, I have a nice. Um, eight by ten, uh, or maybe I think it's a little bigger than that. SLC Punk picture signed. Ah, oh, cool. I've not seen that for ages. That was a good film. Yeah, I get... he's a really cool guy. Skeet Ulrich and Neb Campbell were a little too rich for my blood. Hundred dollars. Go fucking eat a dick, Neb Campbell. Eat a a sandwich, too. You look hungry. Seventy-five? I forget what it was. It it, I was going to pay for, though. She's got relatives that live not, not that far away from me. Matthew Lillard's different. She actually made it into the local papers when she came to visit them. Mm, nice. But that's still, that's a fucking slow news day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at the bubbles. Nasty. <laughs> Just don't feed them after midnight. Definitely. <laughs> Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> Stan Winston probably built that goddamn thing. Oh my god! Looks like some out of the whiz. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> must have been thoroughly depressing for them. They were like, "Hey, let's make an ultra sexy woman of our dreams," and then never see her naked. Apart from the first time she has a shower. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get her to help set us up with these two girls that we probably don't have very much in common with and never ever speak to. (laughs) 
It's like, God, we found bitches, and uh, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Thanks, boys. Lesson learned. I found a bitch can't hold his smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she won't need me in my nuts. Ain't a favorite use. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Gene Simmons copyright. Can't say Family Jewels. <laughs> Can't, Can't say Gene Simmons either. Uh, yeah. yep. Well, he doesn't own that Willis, so he, he can do that all you want to. He can, for now. So stick them devil horns out for, you know, Satan, you know, all, all the Ronnie James Dio, all those people. You do, you do, it, for, you do it for you want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's a big hug. Yeah, grind, grind a little bit too. And she's Oski. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch her film with. And there's a film with her and Gene Wilder that I have never seen in. Women in Red. Yes. Or Lady in Red. Whatever it is, something like that. And I was binge watching Gene Gene Wilder stuff. And I never actually watched that one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Although, although I did enjoy Sherlock Holmes' younger, smarter brother. That was that was a lot of fun. Another person who went on to do nothing. What, Sherlock, he actually left. Sherlock Holmes' left, younger, actually. smarter brother? <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I was thinking of uh, young Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. It was him that went on to do nothing. Oh, yeah, I watched that movie quite a bit. When they played on cable a ton. Yeah. They did this. That one of the movies. one of the first bits of really impressive CGI ever in film. Like this the stained glass window thing. Yeah. I think that might even have been ILM that did it. <laughs> I love the guy's face. He grabs his junk. <laughs> 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 That's oh what this God. film needed. More Paxton. Yes, more Paxton. See if they'd if they just switched it where instead of it being RDJ it was Paxton. Like just constantly intimidating his little brother. Wouldn't that have just made it a bit of a better story? Yeah, definitely. Cause like basically what happened to the RDJ storyline? Nothing. It's gone. It's gone, yes. Let's dig John Hughes up and tell him that. <laughs> to be fair, they all bounced, actually, they'll leave that party. Was that the school from Greece? Uh, possibly. Looks a bit like it. Greece, but not Greece, too? Yeah. They gotta go back. Duh. Oh, oh. They got the rights to the Rocky music, I guess. Yep, they just couldn't get Zuspeak Zarathustra, which I'm, I'm sure is probably not even in copyright anymore. No, oh, yeah. Speaking of which, just died today, John, John G. F. Uh, 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 
Canada crosses us at Alvinson, the guy that directed Rocky and the Karate Kid. And other stuff too, but you know. Yeah, cancer sucks. But this has been Weird Science. And I had a good time <laughs> watching it with my friends here, man. I'm going to ask Wildhead yeah. Willis what he thought about it. This is a classic. I give it an 8. I love this movie. I always like watching it when I can. Beautiful. Gil. I think it's probably more fun to watch with you guys than it would be to watch on my own. Yeah, yeah. Really, I think it's, it's, it's one of those films that hasn't aged as well as you'd like to think. What is like Revenge of the Mouse. Yeah, but we, we did a Breakfast Club uh, commentary. It'd be boring as shit, wouldn't it? Yeah. But not I think that's that, because... Not that I don't that like the movie. I've seen more. Not that I don't like the movie, but you know, if you just did like the dance scene, that did them getting high and dancing scene on a loop. You might enjoy yeah. that more, I don't know, but... Uh... The guitarist from The Offspring, Noodles, Noodles, used to be a school janitor, and he memorized the janitor's monologue from Breakfast Club to say people. But the whole thing about I am the eyes because of this institution. Oh, yeah. And he said that, like, isn't that cool? <laughs> and I, I, I was just nodding, just thinking... You're fucking dick. Because <laughs> that, that janitor in the breakfast club is quite clearly just a total fuck. He is. He's a bigger dick than the, than the principal. He's, than the principal, yeah. He's looking at so all the files, he, too, you know. And... Out of that entire film, the only character that you just think, oh, uh, drown yourself, is the guy that you emulate. I go through their lockers, man. Ugh. <laughs> But at the same time, I mean, he's he's in the offspring. So I mean, wow, look at that! Going for him. They gave William M. Gaines some credit for the Weird Science title. I never noticed that till now. That's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, I, I'd probably give it a seven. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's that's being like a, a seven with you guys. I feel like I I could uh, I could recognize that. Yeah, uh, this like loop or not loop. It's like, not my favorite, but you know. <laughs> not my favorite, but you know, I, I know I know Ricky Morgan wanted to be here, but he had to mow his massive lawn, as he says. He, he says he has like six eight six acres of land because he's a a big old farmer slash uh, singer slash songwriter. I don't know exactly, but um, I remember Gil with that seven. It's a lot of fun, but it was a lot more fun watching it with a group with with, with my friends here and. If there's more of us, I'm sure we'd enjoy it a, a whole lot more. Still fucking enjoyable. I don't hate on the TV show at all. But, uh, Weird Science. 7 out of 10. Really fun stuff still. But I'm gonna push the Gil. Gil, tell the folks you got coming up. I know you got some pretty neat stuff coming up, too, man. Uh, yeah, well... I don't even know when it's coming up, but... Can you, can you talk about it, though? I can, yeah. This, the podcast has been in a, a kind of strange little hiatus recently because uh, Roscoe's getting married in a month, so he's been a wee bit busy. But also at the same time, a guy that we've interviewed a couple of times called Jason Figgis put out a shout-out looking for people that had bits of music for a film that he's bringing out. And we sent him little <laughs> bits of 
music that was all instrumental stuff and he then said do you guys want to do the score <laughs> rather than doing the music so the past month we've been writing the score for a film so there's, a, there's like now 76 minutes of music that we've written and that's apparently coming out sometime this year it's quite a disturbing film what's like the, what's psych- the film psychologically called? disturbing it's called Torment it's called Torment yeah, and it's one of the guys that's in it. There's only three people that are in it. One of the guys that's in it is in, has been in like Downton Abbey, and stuff. Pretty, so he might be pretty classy. Might be recognisable to some folk. Okay. And one of the other folk was a was a star in a soap opera over here that was called Brookside. That he yeah. got buried. His character was buried under a patio, <laughs> and the the whole premise of the film that we've been doing a score for is that that he and his wife have actually they they kidnap somebody and bury them in a box and then interrogate them. So it's it's like seventy minutes of. A man being interrogated whilst being held underground in a box. Oh yeah. Yeah. Never written a score for a film in my life, and it's been great fun. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's coming up. And uh, Facebook, Bedacious Horror. <laughs> what BedaciousHorror.co.uk. <laughs> I, I think that just takes you to our Facebook page now. If you run out of ideas, you can, you can just run. You can just run like Alice in Chains samples through that, and you know. Yep. He's a man in a box. And that works just I, fine. See. I was I, I actually finished the soundtrack a couple of hours ago. And I had to send them a copy of it, like overlaid over the film, and at the end of the copy we've got because it doesn't have any of the sound effects or anything on it just now. It's just. It's it's quite raw, mm-hmm. and at the end it just flashes up end titles. I was just going to edit on "Living in a Box" by "Living in a Box" from the album "Living, Living in, in a Box." box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Wild Ben! Yep, pimp my stuff. Go for it. All right, my Twitter page Nasty Will DC. We got. My YouTube page, Wildman Willis Reviews, Tear True Podcast, and uh, No Effing Way Commentaries. Yes, indeed. <laughs> just come out with you guys, your guys' uh, shark movie for the one that just came out this Friday. Not sure you guys pulled that one off, but I uh, just uh, didn't uh, go through the nefarious means at all that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, me, myself. Southern Beef Podcast with Jamie and X. The program we listen to now as well are both on the Legion feed. Also, look for the Beard Hits Bottom Sidecast within the Southern Beef feed. Just released an episode yesterday with the very first episode with Vanessa McHenry. Uh, where we did Killer Nun, which is a very wacky and Italian. Oh, that's fun. It's a, it is a fun movie. They have wheelchair sex in that movie. And uh, that's uh, that turns me on a little bit, you know. 
Are you going to stick with a nun theme? No, no, no. We'll, 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 we'll might do more nun exploitation stuff. It's just you know, just, just random. Nude, nude nuns with big guns. Nude nuns, with big guns. Yes, indeed. Yep, with uh, Bill O'Burst Jr. Oh, he's in the movie, a, yeah, for sure. Yep, psychopathic priest doing some strangling. They're doing some strangling. Doing some strangling. That's the church's gill on some strangling. <laughs> he's a very nice guy. We we accidentally drunk dialed him one night when we were doing the podcast. Nice. And he was just he was just wandering about in the street. Very, very gracious, that Bill O'Bears Jr. right here. He is a lovely, lovely man. Oh my god! But yeah, yeah. Ne- next time you, you hear this program, maybe released on the same day. I know I'm releasing two tomorrow. Uh, the two that we recorded before this one, I'll be releasing tomorrow at some point in time. You'll hear us uh, go over Tombstone with uh, X will be there for sure because I'll be at his house. I'll be Knoxville, Tennessee. I will be in you, if if you will. So Tombstone next time, probably the last uh, the last installment to this Bill Paxton month, and I think it it ends suitably because spoilers, Bill dies in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, slightly less action Paxton. Yeah, exactly right. He does go out bleeding like a whore, though. No, I'm not, I'm not going that bad, though. But, um... <laughs> with that, this has been your two drink minimum commentaries. We'll see you all next time. Bye! Oh, man. How long are you going to, Nyla?